You know what'll solve all of these these racial police protests? A Pepsi. What the fuck is up, friends? Welcome to this week's episode of Bread and Circuses. We may be having some issues with the video again. I don't know. So if it is, I apologize, but it'll be fixed on the next episode. I promise. It's not like we have a huge YouTube demand anyway. So it is what it fucking is. But uh, we're I'm here. Yeah, the YouTube's kind of a the YouTube's kind of a weird animal, man. It's just uh, it's all big. Like thank thank God the anchor makes it so easy to just upload everything for all the all the audio. But like YouTube, I swear, man, you you gotta have a professional production team to like be good on there man dude youtube's youtube's so tough the the only value youtube really has because i mean let's be honest nobody watches like a full podcast right like you listen to it for the most part nobody sits Mm -hmm. down like even the big ones no one's like like they they may play it in the background for noise but nobody sits down and they're like oh i gotta see joe rogan's three and a half hour video that's just him talking but you know it's it's not really like it's not really a big deal. So but the main thing is it's used for clips, right? Mm-hmm. So five to ten minute clickbaity things that catch people's attention and get them interested in listening to your podcast in whole as a whole. That's the value of YouTube and the value of doing videos. Just at, at least conversational yeah. podcasts, because there's some that kind of rely heavily on like like say like a, a movie podcast where they yeah. talk about like different scenes and movies and stuff. Yeah. So then you kind of have to watch. But I mean that's that's yeah, its own thing, sure. you know what I mean? That's like not what we're doing. So no, that's not not what we're doing here. We are here in Omaha and El Paso. Though it's it's yes. January, January eleventh. It's fucking cold, man. <laughs> cold is actually it's only like fifty degrees here, but um, it's colder here than it is there. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But the uh, the head of the department, the Douglas County Department of Health, um, Lindsay Hughes, who is not a doctor, and her <laughs> certificate to um, control infectious diseases expired in September of twenty twenty one and was not elected and answers to nobody uh, somehow felt that she had the ability to pass uh, another mask mandate here in Omaha for another four weeks that will go into effect midnight tonight for everybody but me because I'm not complying with it. I have absolutely no intention to wear a mask anywhere other than the doctor, which is where I'd been wearing it all along. Um, I I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing this shit anymore. It's, it's fucking bullshit. We like if, if it went through the city council, you know, that'd be one thing, you know, people that we elected that actually have to answer to us. We've we've basically desi- built like a fourth branch of government here, um, the, the, the medical branch that that reigns supreme over the other three and can just do whatever they want as long as they declare something to be a, an epidemic. And there's nothing hmm. we can do about it. They answer to nobody. We can't vote them out. There's nothing we can do. So it's great that, that that's where we're at now that because I mean, her, 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 her certifications expired. Could you imagine if I drove with or carried a gun without without my concealed carry? If that was expired, I'd go to fucking jail. But this bitch can pass tyrannical fucking laws that, and, 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 and do mask mandates for the whole city with an expired license. So I don't know. There's my soapbox speech. Go ahead. I was just going to say that the the only news for that kind of stuff with El Paso is that I swear, dude, this is a fucking a, a cut and paste fucking like news headline that El Paso mm-hmm. news outlets just break out every month. Sure. It's COVID riot cases on the rise. I'm like, dude, I read that literally 
every single month here on like the you know ktvs or you know the local fucking yeah. news it's like it's like they probably don't even change up the actual fucking body of the article no. they probably just type the same shit and then just change the dates for so it nobody like, reads the article it's all headlines yeah, it's all the headline it's all like oh, okay icu beds in el paso fill up as covid19 cases so i'm pretty red sure i read that same news headline and this is k fox so this is like fox news for mm-hmm. el paso yeah for sure i read that same headline like three months ago dude. <laughs> that oh, exact like word for word it's asinine well so i don't know what they did there but here um at least in the big cities the medical centers passed rules ruling saying our staff has to be fully vaccinated including a booster or they'll be fired Here's my thing. You don't fire nurses in a pandemic. That's all there. If you're in a pandemic, you don't fire nurses. Right. So like that, that that's my thing. Um, the other thing is I, I part of me, it almost feels like this is an artificial pandemic. Like they're firing these nurses so that they can create the hospital bed shortage that they've been warning us about and say, look, I told you so. We need to lock who's, down again. Who's they like the people the medical in Omaha or something? The higher ups in the medical system. Yeah. I mean, the, the, these fucking unelected bureaucrats like, well, I'm sorry. Last time I checked, they signed a, a, a piece of paper like 250 years ago saying we didn't have to listen to un- unelected bureaucrats. And if they wanted to make us do that, we'd shoot them. I don't know what the hell happened over the last hmm. 200 years. But for some reason, apparently they can just step it. The CDC said that gun violence was a national epidemic and that they were going to look into doing this. This was a couple of weeks ago. They were going to look into doing the same exact thing, uh, same exact measures to stop gun violence that they did with COVID. So national oh, rulings yeah. that, that, that don't uh-huh. go through Congress. I mean, this is asinine. At what point have we just had enough? It, it, they, it was, they said that uh, gun violence was a disease. That sounds like yeah. something Hitler would say. Literally, yeah. I mean, no, it's literally. I mean, we had the joke <laughs> about the nurse to hoe pipeline because that's what this um, Lindsay Hughes as the uh, D- Douglas County Director of Health. We had that joke about the nurse. nurse a, to hoe. Is she a nurse or something? Yeah, she's a fucking nurse. It's the nurse to Nazi pipeline. Pipeline. That's that's what this <laughs> has become with this woman. Dude, I have friends uh, that I went to high school with that like quit their jobs at their hospitals they were working because they were making vaccine mandates for their yeah, employees, so they I'm quit sure. and found different jobs. I'm sure. And I, you know, it's like, what else are you going to do? You know, they, they got what they want. They, the, the, the upper, the higher ups in the medical, the medical system, big, big mask, as we call yeah, them. Big mask. They, Dude, uh, what, uh, have you heard any news about the governor race at all in Nebraska with Scott? Yeah. Or just uh, in the race in general. I Scott actually did his first debate um, in did he really? some Hell town yeah, I'd never heard of in Nebraska. And I guess he said he did really good. So, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm rooting for him. I'm going to I'm going to do a speaking engagement at an event for him in uh, McCook, Nebraska on June 6th. So That's I'll be cool. down there down there doing that. Um, I've been told there's certain things I cannot say. <laughs> it's not a stand up set. Uh, it's a family <laughs> event. I my new thing. Um, at Are you going to go over there and say Jill Stein's husband killed him? Gene Stothard? Or Gene Stothard's husband, not Jill Stein. Yeah, Jill Stein. Yeah. That Gene Stothard's husband didn't kill himself, that he was murdered? Yeah. No, that's, uh, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is, uh, well, no, what I'm not going to do, because I've been recently, my, <laughs> new, my, my new thing at comedy shows is I'll start like a chant, like I'll get a couple of comics and then the crowd start, we'll start, start going, COVID's not real. Cope, it's not real. And we'll try to chant that. And I was, I was advised by several people on the campaign not to do that because it would draw negative attention to myself if a chant. Because in McCook, Nebraska, you know they're going to agree with it. <laughs> if the chant "Covid's not real" broke out at a governor rally, it wouldn't really be the uh, the uh, media attention they wanted. So. Yeah, you basically just turned this campaign into a meme. So <laughs> <laughs> I might start. I, I no one's told me I can't do Let's Go Brandon though. I might. Oh I, I my might god, dude! <laughs> I might. I might start a Let's Go Brandon chat. I I don't really believe in censorship. I might just start Fuck Joe Biden, and we'll see what happens. Oh, man, dude, did you see uh, like how a part of the new American Rescue Plan or whatever? Um, no. Uh, like, I don't know, you've gone to school, so, like, you've gotten those HERF checks. Like, oh. the 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 checks that are supposed to go, they're, they're like, almost like stimulus checks, but they're supposed to go to students that, like, have done college over the pandemic. No, didn't know it's, about that. Really? You, you never got the checks or something? Or, nope. Because you've been going to me. school for the past year, haven't you? On and off. 
maybe it's maybe it's only for full-time students but i i don't i'm not 100 percent. but i do know that like so like for me i've been dealing a lot with that for the past like uh a couple weeks Mm because they you know for my job and everything and uh it's funny because now there's our school is starting to run out of fucking funding for it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which like they've broke. they've well they've done three other checks for it's a federal thing. How so much like, is it? Uh, this one was like seventeen hundred, man. What the something. fuck? I'm gonna yeah, fucking dude. apply for that. I don't fuck that. I you should probably hard knocks. <laughs> I, I they might have ran out of funding or something for not giving it to like because it's based off of like student need, like off their FAFSAs. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you might just not have got it. But I can I make I myself know. look really broke if that's what I need to do. <laughs> I can do that pretty easily. I can rack up some debt. And I and I was asking too about the governor thing because I also read that better better O'Rourke's running for old Texas governor. Again, oh, he is dude. for sure. Yeah, since it's up for Abbott down here Jesus too this Christ. year. He's going to get the floor mopped with him. I don't know. Uh, I know, dude. <laughs> I don't think he realizes, man, that like he's capped out. Like the, the amount of people that voted for him against Ted Cruz is the maximum amount of people that will ever vote for him in the state of Texas. It's just like Ted Cruz is a slimeball fucking scumbag career politician that everyone hates. And you still couldn't beat him. In a blue wave year, you know, in a midterm where the president was a Republican and not popular and you still. There is, dude, I highly doubt with the way the economy is right now that any red is going to leave or any blue is going to get in the governor's spots, dude. Like there'd have to be like a very massive scandal for someone to lose. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. Like. That's pretty much like how the days with Carter was, where like all mm-hmm. the Republicans just basically took over, like after yeah. Carter well, was in because the economy. Well, you see, like DeSantis um, in Florida, he's had, I mean, he's probably got had COVID, right? Because he went missing for like a week and he came back and his he was like short of breath in a speech and stuff. And the amount of people that like you can see people, they're not outright saying it, but they're fucking giddy, just hoping that this guy dies. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, this is where we're at is we're fucking insane, cheering on the deaths of our political enemies. Like, you know what it is? They they, they have all these nicknames. They call him death Santis and stuff because he wouldn't lock the economies down. And so what it is, is they know that Florida's covid cases peaked a lot earlier than a lot of other states and their deaths and their cases are relatively close, if not lower than every other state in the country, including blue states like New York and, and California that did lock down. They know that. They know that when you look at the numbers, Florida, yes, they peaked earlier. But as far as total cases and deaths, it ain't no different than anywhere else in the country. And they, you see that and you see that the economy is booming down there. They've kept everything open. Nobody lost their business. Nobody's out of jobs. And they're just going about life as normal as usual. And people see that. And a lot of people know, like, DeSantis is going to run for president in 2024. And if Trump doesn't run, DeSantis is going to mop the floor. Well, Trump Biden. is probably going to run. But God help yeah, us it's all. Just, well, I think it's a matter of, uh, you know, who's I, can he win it? I don't know if he can win again, man. We'll see. I, I don't know. I almost hope this January 6th thing gets him locked up like it's what, January 6th thing just the... like his ties to the the riot or whatever like as bad as it is it would look to see a former president go to jail it's I, almost I necessary don't think he's not gonna go to jail for that dude like... I don't either no I don't either I think a lot of it's a crock of shit I think it's going to yeah. go away because we're going to find out the FBI was a lot more heavily involved than they once told us it was <laughs> So I think you're going to stop hearing about the January KGB 6th. was probably behind a lot of it too. I know they've like KGB agents have admitted that they like set up that kind of shit. They sure, just, like, we do it to them. Yeah, they make like anonymous accounts on Twitter and stuff, and like uh, organize that kind of stuff. So. How how much political dissent ha- have we sown in other countries? You know, as of course they do it here. Like we kind of deserve it. You know what I mean? Like it's just I. It, oh yeah, we did miss the. Uh, we didn't do an episode the last time, but we, it was the uh, anniversary of the, the worst day in American history. If you hear some <laughs> January yeah. 6th, a day that shall forever live in infamy. I tweeted, I said, 9-11 could happen every day and it still wouldn't be as bad as January. 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you go look up the day, uh, if you go look up the Pearl Harbor's like Pearl Harbor on Wikipedia mm-hmm. on the bottom, you'll see like somebody be like, 
this the January sixth, the fucking riots have been called a day that should live in infamy, just like Pearl Harbor. Like, so what they then, mentioned, and then you, yeah, and then you fucking click on the reference for it, and it's a New York Times article. <laughs> they seriously. The Pearl, yeah, anyone that wants to talk about bias on Wikipedia, the Pearl Harbor article, historical event, changed the shape of history. We talk about that all day. They mentioned January, they can't, they can't refrain from mentioning January 6th. Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh it's, my it's God. A pretty good, it's a pretty good example of left-wing bias on Wikipedia. I just think it, it's funny that they do their reference and it's literally like a circle jerk. Like they reference a New York Times article about this, it. Like, this is why uh, we need we need to get on StreamYard because I could pull that up real quick and show everybody. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, like that's fucking insane to me. Oh my God. Yeah. That's Well, you saw that that woman, she's running for Senator Congress or whatever in Florida. And she said so, on 9-11, she tweeted, today is now the second worst day I've lived through in american history since <laughs> january like 6th happened. that sounds like something you would you would do as a joke <laughs> yeah I, know, I, that's I, what I, I mean things like that as jokes but these people are so serious about it yeah. like, january 6th the insurrection like uh, come on the come, insurrection. if it was an insurrection <laughs> someone would have got killed you don't think that any of that none of those people had guns they like own guns. If they really wanted to storm the Capitol and threaten our democracy, it would have been a lot more fucking bloody than it was. than so then one chick getting shot by a cop, you know, and, and it's, the guy it's, taser in his own balls or whatever. Yeah, that was like the only. And then there's some cop had like a heart attack like three days later and they tried to count <laughs> that as a death. They're like the insurrection has killed somebody. I'm like, no, there was probably overweight yeah. and it was probably too much exercise for him. Like it's I, I just I the the. It's a political football, unfortunately. That that's all it is. It's, it's what we're here for. We're here to combat political propaganda on yeah. the media on both Absolutely. sides. Ah! <laughs> but like seriously, it's just like like was it bad? Yeah, of course. You had a bunch of people broke in and fucking terrorized Congress and stole a bunch of shit that was national security. So uh, no the, fact, the, the, the those guys that were like standing on the like Senate floor, like just taking pictures. <laughs> that guy that was like sitting at fucking what's her name's desk. Oh, Pelosi. Dude. Yeah, Pelosi's desk was pretty. My favorite. My favorite's the guy walking out with the speaker's podium. Yeah, just like, <laughs> he's just got the podium. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Like, come on, like it's they, hilarious. It's not like they. Burn Burn down a police station or anything, you know, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, as much shit that was so we could talk about the, the Black Lives Matter and the, and the and the riots over the summers of 2020 and all the all the shit going on. Right. But at the end of the day, Target was not the person oppressing you. It was the police. Right. But people still wouldn't burn down Target. You still wouldn't burn down IHOP. You still wouldn't terrorize local diners and, and, and auto body shops and shit like that and just stole and acted lawlessly. If nothing else, you can agree with the January 6th protesters. You can disagree with them. But at the end of the day, they took their issue to the source of their problem. They didn't go fucking terrorize Starbucks down the street. They went straight to what they considered dude, to be they, the source of the problem. They like, overthrew the U.S. government, dude. For like, like 20 we're minutes. Just, we're a different <laughs> government now. Like, that's that's how our fucking government works is yep. you could just be inside the Capitol and it just is a, is a new government, dude. Now, now we're going back to fucking uh, we're going back to Jim Crow laws and yep, slavery is legal all, again. Yep. You know? uh, they're going to put gay but this time. Camps. It's just the Filipinos. It's just the Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> I well, it's just like with the with the January. So it was kind of funny that scene where they're all like climbing the walls, and they look like the fucking orcs and the, the, the yeah. Lord of the Rings, the two towers. <laughs> yeah, right. So much in a photo. Especially that like, fucking Viking guy with the yeah. fucking horned head yeah. helmet and the bare chest. And yeah, shit. I mean, it's it was like again, again, yes, arrest them. Go ahead. They trespassed. They stole. They probably committed a whole fuck ton of felonies, but let's not act like it's the same thing as if they strapped up with guns and just took over the Capitol. And it was like an armed insurrection. Yeah, they like held the capital for like a month, you know, like they, yeah, yeah, they, they occupied a government zone, like it's, you know, a certain city and they just were the, the separate yeah. entity for a month. Like, yeah, it's and, almost like, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. like that, that didn't happen somewhere else. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Do you, do you remember in Oregon a couple of years ago, the uh, the like redneck guys that took over that Department of Wildlife building? Yeah, they all got killed. 
A, a couple they all of them straight did. up got a couple, No, it was only like, like two or three of them got killed. Man, that's couple what I them. heard. The rest got arrested. No, there was like two or three of them got killed, but it was, uh, they were like on Twitter and they were like, we didn't think we'd be here this long. Could someone please bring us snacks? <laughs> like, what's the what's the deal with those guys? They were like protesting. Like Seattle was trying to like it's a land or, grab. Yeah, They're Washington was grab. trying to like fucking eminent domain like yeah. some of their property or some shit, yeah. right? And they were like standing in solidarity of it or something. It was a land grab, and I yeah. personally, I think, I think they were right. You know, it's fucking you. I a hundred percent disagree with eminent domain. You know. It's I mean, sometimes I understand they got to build hospitals, they got to build a road, but more often than not, they're just terrorizing people and taking their stuff with with one thing about eminent domain, too, is when they eminent domain like farms like way out at the fucking middle of but you know the way yeah. outskirts of town and they're yeah. dominant domaining it for like the interstate or something they lowball the they, shit out of you no they don't lowball them they give them a fuck ton oh, of do money they? dude yeah oh, they really? don't lowball you you do they do the opposite they like pay you way more like oh well, yeah they, they're they, trying to bribe you out yeah they're trying to bribe you so it's not like you're they're just fucking giving you like you know two thousand dollars for your fucking eight twenty acres of land or whatever yeah. they like you get set pretty fucking well off like yeah but it's still your land if you don't want to sell it you shouldn't have to sell it you know yeah I, mean? I suppose i suppose that's true but like you know what i mean it's, it's not like uh it's not like they don't you know what i mean it's not like they fucking steal it from you they, no. they do give you a good fucking chunk of money for it Even- unless unless you're in waco yeah right. slaughter your family <laughs> <laughs> well they were they weren't doing that for eminent domain were they what were, what was the exact reason that they were, waco, they were sieging that well fucking, they had they had someone again. that uh, that didn't want to want to go along with the status quo what they said Wasn't it was not paying taxes or something it was taxes and weapons um so what it was it was they had and it was right after ruby ridge which i don't know if, if you're familiar with ruby ridge so you had a guy that moved his family in ruby ridge you had a guy that moved to randy weaver he moved his family to idaho and uh he got tied in with some extremist group i don't know if it was white supremacist or it's not really relevant but he met a guy who happened to be an undercover fed and uh this fed hooked him into selling sawed off shotguns entrapment like fucking lawyer straight out of law school would get this case thrown out well they came to raid his house he said fuck you i'm not going anywhere there was a standoff they shot his 12 year old son in the back of the head killed his dog killed his wife i think they killed his daughter too as yes, the, the fbi does yeah it was, it was the fbi and the atf and uh yeah so that happened so a couple years later you have waco and Ruby Ridge was under H.W. Bush. Waco was under the Clinton Clinton administration and Janet Reno, um, who when Janet Reno died, I, I extended my flagpole and raised it higher because I was so happy. But, um, I wonder. Yeah, she's she's in hell right now at the bottom of it where she belongs. But uh, so you had. R- Waco. She's yeah. putting the logs on the fire for yep. uh, <laughs> for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, for RPG <laughs> and John McCain. Yeah, John McCain. I can't forget John McCain. And, and the fucking boiling pot that they're forever sitting Rush, in. Rush Limbaugh. She's yeah, Rush Limbaugh. They're they're she's forced to put the the logs on the fire for it. Yep. So Waco, you had the Branch Davidians. It was a cult. I mean, that's what it was. This guy was. Yeah, they were like a fucking Christian cult yeah. type deal, like weirdos. But he was a polygamist, which whatever. Not my. I, I think it's weird as fuck. I'd never be involved with it. But at the end of the day, if it's all you don't got to kill somebody for being a polygamist. Nope. Like if it's all if it's all consenting adults, that's fine. If it's not consenting adults. Then go and take care of the guy yeah, that's which, doing it. But that doesn't mean do. the FBI kill the kids like, to protect the kids. No, the FBI didn't try. That's what I, I got it. I thought the I, no, I thought the FBI falsely tried to claim that he was like a pedophile or something. That was the claim. That was how they justified it. So what happened yeah. was they said that they they really wanted him for weapons and taxes. What happened was they said he was abusing kids. Now he had been investigated by CPS, by the local sheriff's department, and I believe the FBI had looked into it as well, and there was no proof. To, to back up the child abuse allegations. So they wanted him. They said, let's get him on weapons. So the thing with David Koresh was David Koresh was a very um, routine person. He would go into town every day, right? He or not every day. He'd go into town once a week to, to pick up supplies, to pick up ammunition, to get all kinds of stuff. Um, he would go on a jog every morning down a road that was outside the compound at the same time every day. So if they really wanted to get him, 
they could have just picked him up at any moment. It wouldn't have been hard. It, but what they wanted to do was they were a bully and they wanted to flex their arm. And then they realized they got they were going to go in there and they were going to make this big show. We're going to kick in the doors and we're going to arrest everyone. We're going to walk out with all these kids and these guns. And it's going to be this huge hero thing. And we're all going to look great. And it's going to be national news. And we're going to get a huge funding bump. And everyone's going to look like a hero. And we're going to be badasses and intimidate these extremists. Well, what happened was they tried to kick in the doors and they said, fuck you, you're not coming in here. And they killed like three ATF agents and said, you're not coming in here. And they somebody actually fought back they weren't ready for that they realized they were in too deep at this point it would be egg on their face if they just let it go so the fbi came and took over what the fbi wound up doing was uh throwing tear gas in and then setting it on fire and burning it to the ground there's a video they claim everybody they they claim that the that the people in the cult started the fire but i mean tear gas is known to incite fire they it's banned under the Geneva Convention for that reason. You can't shoot it into like a fucking house like that. Um, they knew they had lamps and lanterns in there. And there's also a video of a tank with a flamethrower attached to it, burning down a fucking hall in the fucking in the in the Waco siege. So, I mean, come on, do the math. It's it's just I heard that the David Koresh cost the federal government like some exorbitant amount of I'm money sure. for every day that they were doing that. Fucking oh, standoff. I'm sure it was like it was like a month long standoff. Yeah, they could. They cost like taxpayers like yeah up a million like a million every day or it was like some ridiculous amount of money like that i stand by it when i say it the fbi is a terror organization the worst thing about waco was all the innocent people that died the second worst thing about that died in a fire the second worst thing about Waco was they didn't take enough feds with them. That's that's all there is to it. Like they, they didn't do enough. They, you know, it's, yeah. But I mean, it's they weren't ready for it. And it's just kind of like you get punched. You go to confront somebody. You think you're going to beat the shit out of him and he punches you back. And it's like, oh, now I actually have to fight. Fuck. And they panicked and they just overkilled it and they killed like 50 kids. And there was uh, internal and they claim the Branch Davidians shot first, but there have been uh, investigations from the local sheriff's department and the Texas Rangers into the shootings that said ballistics show that that uh, the ATF fired first. And the Branch I love Davidians. anytime the, the Facebook page for the FBI, which I follow because it's funny to see yeah. people shit on the FBI sometimes. Yeah. They'll, they'll try to post like, oh, this man bravely died in the fucking uh, and the uh, the Waco siege. And like yeah. everybody was flaming them. Being ATF's like, the same murders. way. Yeah. Spike Cohen dunks on the ATF. If you don't follow him, follow him. Yeah, every I know time Spike. they post. Yeah. Every time they post, he just dunks on him. There was uh, some guy, the ATF posted, it was on the anniversary of Waco because they're just tone deaf, right? And they were like, rest in peace to our agents, blah, blah, blah. And he was talking, they were talking about the agents that died. And this guy posted a video of him at the memorial for those agents with his dick out pissing on their graves and commented on it. And I'm like, this guy's probably going to jail, but he is an American hero. That's, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. That guy needs a memorial. <laughs> Where, where's one yeah, for ATF that? The ATF went and sieged his house and cost the federal government or cost taxpayers like fucking $20 million too for it. They, they just plant kitty porn on you. They don't have to kill you anymore. They figured yeah, it right? out. They, they plant kitty porn on your computer. Just if they, they don't have to kill you anymore. No, that that's too messy. Now, if they want you, they, they just eh, put some go, go in there and put some child porn on his computer. Yeah, I'll take care of him. That'll delegitimize <laughs> anybody. It was like, yeah, maybe they did that to Jared Fogel. <laughs> he was going to blow the top off yeah, of the dude. sandwich industry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jared, it wasn't just uh, images. Jared was like going to Thailand and buying little boys from what I understand. <laughs> Or little oh girls. God, uh, Jared was a freak. Jared was a piece of human shit. Like, it's, was he? Yeah, he's going Jared. to Thailand. That's Jared. only one reason America and a middle-aged white man goes to Thailand. It's not good. And it's well, not good. <laughs> have you? You know that song they play at sporting events? That. They don't play that anymore. And there's a reason. Really? The guy Why? Sings it. Gary Glitter is an absolute piece of shit. Um, I'll, I'll look up his history right now. It's on like it's so he was actually scheduled to face a firing squad in Vietnam because that's what they do with sex offenders in Vietnam is they face a God firing damn. squad. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, they don't fuck around. You don't go to jail. You don't get put in a special prison. You face a firing squad. So in November 97, Glitter was arrested after a technician discovered pornographic images of children on the hard drive of a laptop he had taken to a computer retailer. Uh, okay, if you're going to take your computer in for repairs, take the fucking kitty porn off of it. Why would you? Like, why? You know they're going to look. I used to look at a pawn shop. I used to work at a pawn shop. People would, br- when I was in college, people would bring up fucking phones. And if they had to unlock it. And if that shit wasn't wiped, of course, we were going to look through the pictures on it. Like, we're, you know, people get bored at their job. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see any big fat dicks on there? Too many, man. Too oh, many. That's that, hilarious. Yeah, no. But uh, so uh, further images were discovered by the police and searches of his homes in London. Um, castigated in the media over the allegations. Additionally, his appearance was was cut. Um, so they skipped through there. Uh, he was sentenced to four months in prison in England in 99. So let me get to the Vietnam shit. There we go. From March 2005. Oh, no. There we go. Firing squad, dude. Holy shit. Following rejection by the British public and facing scrutiny from the press following his arrest and conviction, Glitter fled on his yacht to Spain. He lived in Sada Grande for six months in his yacht, which was moored at the marina. He told the locals that his name is Larry Brilliante and spent, <laughs> and spent his time frequenting bars and surfing the Internet. After his real identity became known in Sada Grande, he moved to Cuba and later Cambodia, where he rented an apartment. In late 2002, he was detained over his previous sex offenses and spent four days in jail before being released on bail. In January 2003, he was deported from Cambodia to Thailand on a flight to Bangkok. He then subsided, he then settled in Vietnam. From March 2005, Glitter resided in Bong Tao, Vietnam, where he rented a luxury <laughs> seaside villa and applied for permanent residency. He came to the attention of Vietnamese authorities after getting banned from a nightclub for groping a teenage witness. This guy's just a pre- a Oh, menace. my God, dude. Eyewitnesses yeah. reported. Yeah. So you guys, every time what you hear this song from here on out, like again, you're what's vomit. his name? Gary he, Glitter. Yeah, he looks like a fat Elvis impersonator. Um, Gary Glitter. Eyewitnesses also reported seeing him take two young girls to his home. On 12 Holy November 2005, shit. he fled his home. A 15-year-old girl was found living in his flat and was questioned by authorities. Police began searching searching for glitter, and he was arrested at Tan San Nat International Airport in Ho Chi Minh City while trying to board a flight to Bangkok. Six Vietnamese girls aged 11 to 23 claimed glitter had had sex with them. After his arrest, glitter was turned over to provincial police in whatever that town is and returned to Vong Tao and held on suspicion of having sex with two underage girls. Glitter was held in jail throughout the criminal investigation, which is complete on uh, December 26, 2005. Charge of rape was dropped for lack of evidence, according to Glitter's lawyer. Although Glitter admitted that an 11-year-old girl had slept in his bed, he could have faced execution by firing squad if found guilty of child rape. After having received compensatory payouts from Glitter, all the girls' families dropped the charge. Um, which, uh, I mean, yeah, poor in Vietnam, these people, yeah. yeah, he probably paid like 50 bucks each. So <laughs> that was enough to that was generational Dude, he wealth. It's like a fucking sci fi character, man. literally. God damn. Yeah. Um, is, he is currently incarcerated, which is, yeah, no, good. he's he's been arrested for like hundreds of other things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bag. <laughs> Uh, the sentence included mandatory deportation at the end of his sentence in the payment of five million Vietnamese dong, which is three hundred and fifteen dollars <laughs> <laughs> for the victim's families. Uh, he got the Vietnamese dong. <laughs> yeah, he he was throwing around too much Vietnamese dong. That was his problem. Uh, he sexually abused and committed obscene acts with children many times in a disgusting and sick manner. Gooder continued to deny any wrongdoing, claiming to have been framed by British tabloid newspapers. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's still in prison. Uh, 19 countries have banned him from entering. <laughs> <laughs> the Philippines barred him from entry. Yep. Oh my yep. god! Nineteen that's Philippines and eighteen other countries. Uh, he's currently in part incarcerated in uh, England. What yeah. a piece of it garbage! Looks like he got released in Vietnam. He probably paid him a bunch of money or something. Yeah, yeah five hundred bucks. The generational huh. wealth. That's like you know what's funny is like, dude, literally the Vietnamese government like has done some pretty like good guy things over the yeah. past like 50 years. Like they resisted the US government. <laughs> yeah. They resisted the Chinese a Chinese invasion. And they tried they to kill literally, Gary Glitter. Well, they, yeah, they killed they tried to kill Gary Glitter. <laughs> so they couldn't do that. I know. They should have pulled uh, it off. They fucking toppled over Pol Pot's Cambodian government. Yeah. They're not. They, they fucking they they were the reason why that that 
Pol Pot's not like that government's not in power anymore in Cambodia. Like, Cambodia is still like a dictatorship, though, isn't it? Are, are I thought they were like one of those like fake democracies that's oh, like, like the U.S. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I bet they don't have anything as bad as January 6th. Oh, God. Pol, yeah. What the Pol, killing fields. Yeah. Nowhere near on what, the same level as the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> what Pol Pot did was nothing compared to January 6th. Okay. God damn. It, it doesn't even compare. <laughs> <laughs> the Holocaust could happen every year and it wouldn't be as bad as January 6th. It's just. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, like Vietnam. Vietnam is actually like the good guys, dude. They're they're the mm-hmm. fucking good guys of the world right now. <laughs> fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Did you see the uh, the U.S. government's going to establish a domestic a Department of Homeland Security for domestic terror? Oh, are, are they? They consider to be an anti-government extremist. Oh, cool. What are they, yeah. they going to do? They'll probably go after the Boogaloo boys and then a Republican will take over and use it to go after Antifa and they'll cry that the department shouldn't exist and forget that they're the ones that that created it. And it'll just mm. be a back and forth pendulum swing. That's that's how it usually goes with those things. You know, it's it's all great until it often else seems like like something like that, like the FBI and CIA. It, it often seems like the FBI, CIA and all those government organizations like that, like mm-hmm. uh are at like do going at odds against each other. Yeah. Yeah. Half the time they probably have fucking people in the same agency, like plotting on different sides of each conflict and they don't even know. Yeah. FBI. What was it like with the FBI for the CIA? People fought the FBI guys in Afghanistan or Syria or whatever. I've heard of that. Yep. And I've heard yeah. of like two. It's like a DEA agent. And a cop got into a shootout and a drug raid. I mean, it's- Dude, I, I read this story about a guy who was a undercover ATF agent that mm-hmm. was trying to like do deep undercover work where they were trying to like bust some people for illegally selling firearms or something. Yeah. And some local cops came and fucking found the dudes that were like trying to organize the deal and they beat the shit out of both of them. And the fucking ATF agent was like <laughs> suing the police, got the police force because they beat the shit out of the. Oh, I guys. did. That was recently, wasn't it? I don't. Yeah, I think it was like, recently. Those cops should get a medal. The only thing they did wrong was not finishing the job. <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's the that's the only thing they did wrong yeah it's a doj forms domestic terror unit so it's uh, this is ap news um let's see we've seen a growing threat from those who are motiva- motivated by racial animus as well as those ascribed to a scream- uh, extremist anti-government and anti-authority ideologies so yeah so right now it's going to be used to it really well, no, they do don't want to say it. They don't want to say it, but they're going to use it to crack down on the fucking. Honestly, though, right now, I don't know, maybe just because like news organizations haven't been reporting it, but it doesn't really seem like the Antifa people have been too active. Lately. Well, it's because they're guys in office. Yeah, because their their donors aren't going to give them money to travel around the country when they've they've got their people. Yeah, true. Office. The Soros organization. <laughs> I, I don't think it's all Soros, but I think there's definitely some big money behind it. You know, it's oh, like, of course. That you know, it's, I mean, you got the same people popping up in protests all over the country. It's like, where do you guys work? What do you do? Like, you know, it's like I don't, I don't think you're traveling nurses. Like, what's what's the going Soros on? Organization busting the people no. into the the protests. No, so, somebody's funding this shit. You know, it's just like, and it's not. They're not posting ads on Craigslist and doing it. It's under the table. But it, it and not everyone that goes to these protests obviously is being is being paid. But there are people paying provocateurs. I mean, that's almost an accepted fact. Because you got, like I said, you got the same people over and over again it rallies from fucking new york to la that you know to that's washington not, to, yeah to washington to chicago it's Other like what the country yeah. you've got agitators all minneapolis you got agitators all over the country it's like how who's paying for these guys you know i don't think these guys are all like from like old money families in the deep south that's like paying for them to go around and protest their causes like these are there's there's someone else pulling the oh, strings yeah. old money families in the deep south like the, the sanders the yeah. sanders, sanders yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the old money in the Dude, south. Old, old money is such a weird concept because like you see like those country clubs and they don't 
like people that are new money, right? So if your parents mm-hmm. were middle class or poor and you're rich, they don't like that. They look down on it. Like it's almost because well, old money has connections and they yeah. build social circles with each yeah. other to jerk each other off. Like look yeah. at fucking Omaha, dude. Omaha's so blatant with the old money fucking cartel of people that run the city. Like look oh, at sure. like Warren look at like Buffett. the guy that runs FMBO. Yep. It's like Buffett. married to the guy that like the chick that runs like fucking NP Dodge. So an MP Dodge is like the biggest fucking real estate company in the Omaha, right? Yep. I know yep. FNBO is like the biggest bank there. They control like 50% of the bank assets. Yep. I mean, the, the Ricketts Omaha. family, the Rick, Pete Ricketts is governor, you know? It's like, it, it's all of them. They're, they're all Warren Buffett and the Buffett kids. It's literally you know? like nobility in the fucking 1600s. They like marry each other off at 12 years old and <laughs> fuck, probably all inbred and shit. Yeah. yeah. Stealing fucking Cambodian kids for organization, organ transplants and yep. stuff, man. Yeah. Like, they got to drink their blood to stay young. Uh-huh. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, the, it's so weird that it, it's looked down upon. It's like, oh, you earn your way into wealth? Like, oh, no. Not on my watch. I think it's because they don't like intermingling with those kind of with people like that because they think that they're probably not gonna be like any benefit to them to speak yeah. in their social circles because it's like a lot of times people like that are stupid. They're they're rich poor people. Yeah. So they don't make it to where they're especially in the fucking Midwest, man. Yeah. Where like people think it's like fucking godly to be could be a peasant. You know, like yeah. I had grew up with nothing. Like yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, uh, so they know that their grandkids are like three generations from them are going to be fucking broke. So there's, there's no nobility in watching your family fucking starve, man. That's all yeah. there is to it. It's, there's nothing cool about that. Now, could you imagine these like super rich, like old money in the deep South or in, in like Nantucket places like that? Or really Nantucket. <laughs> yeah, I just think of like really rich, like country club type places. If Kid Rock tried to get into one of them, <laughs> just, uh, somebody oh, Kid Rock's going to be one of those people that's like, he's not the old, he's not new money. Like Kid Rock's family is going to be fucking broke as shit. Three generations oh. from now. Well, dude. actually no kid, Kid Rock's dad um, is very well off. He owns a bunch of Ford dealerships in Detroit. Oh, really? Okay. That's what people. Yeah. Kid Rock um, like ran away from home as a teenager. Wow. OK. His family was well and became like a drug does kid, dealer. Does started. Kid Rock own any any businesses or anything? He owns that restaurant in Tennessee. Um, he had one in Detroit for a while, but he said it was too liberal. So he left. <laughs> <laughs> too liberal. That's a Kid Rock thing. You know who's funnier than Kid Rock is Ted Nugent. Yeah, dude, Ted Nugent's like crazy. He's ten. <laughs> it's it, it's the guy talks like a fucking thesaurus too. He can yeah. never just say I shot the deer with my arrow. He's like my mystical arrow traveled through time and space to pierce the venison and create the perfectly toned meal. <laughs> <laughs> he would have you listened to him on Rogan? I think he's been on two. Or I three have. Times. He's like a fucking boomer, like fucking speak and say, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> with massive words, crazy word choices. Yeah. He uh he's he's one notch away from saying the Jews control the media. Dude. <laughs> he, I think he's entertaining if nothing else. I listen to it for background noise. He, they, Rogan asked him, and this is what my favorite quote from it though. Rogan asked him, he's like, So how would you he's like, You you're a volunteer sheriff because Ted Nugent just roasted the ATF and the FBI and the DEA. He's like, mm-hmm. You're a volunteer sheriff. You have to work with these guys. Like we need to do raids and investigations. He goes, How do you what do you say to him? And Ted Nugent goes, <laughs> he says I asked them how they go home and look their wife and kids in the face, knowing they violate every or every day. The very essence of their job violates the Constitution they swore to uphold. <laughs> and, you know, he does, too. He's crazy. Sure enough. He, he says it to every one of them. <laughs> he says Every sheriff should be like that when they have to work with the ATF and all those hey, motherfuckers. You know, respect it. I'm sure Ted, Ted Nugent's crazy. They probably are just like, oh, this is just crazy. Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like you know I I see this too from the cop folks that are always like oh yeah since fucking the last three years like oh, violent crimes have gone up in cities I'm and they're like trying to cite like yeah the the fucking safety for like the the uh, in the cities has basically gone down by measurable ways and I'm like 
uh, at what cost did your yeah. fucking organizations like make the towns more safe? You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, what would make a town really safe is if we just fucking bolt everybody to the wall and not let yeah. them do anything. And yeah, then no. by every fucking quantifiable measurement, we could say that murder rates went down, rape cameras, went down, like cameras in, in houses. I mean, uh, yeah, dude, we could fucking really break some civil liberties to make it safe, Hit- dude. Like, yeah, Hit- but at what cost? Like, Hitler's Hitler's Germany was the lowest fucking crime rate in the history of the country you know for at least mm-hmm. up until that point like you know it's a, a, what cost is it now there does have to be some type of police presence i'm not one of those yeah abolish the police defund i think that's no me me neither but right. definitely uh get you know we've said we've hit it a million times here yeah. about our opinions on that but definitely uh basically like hey you try to advocate for police i mean you could generally advocate for police state yeah. by saying it would be really safe that's yeah. that is an actual point It'd be safe yeah it would the, be safe at what cost maybe. you know at maybe what point is it safe. no longer worth it you know yeah. it's just it's like i mean it's it, it's such a complicated issue because i know that when you see there's a problem with something that the the initial that the government and our tax dollars are funding the initial thing is oh let's let's defund it but it's not that simple because when you defund the police, a lot of that money, they're not, it's going to get taken away from training programs, you know? And, and I'm not saying you, I honestly don't money. even think I that think, I, I don't think that throwing more money at them is really what's I don't the think issue that's is the, because yeah. you look at like the fucking New York police budget and shit, and they have like more, more of a budget than like third world, like certain Eastern European countries, military, sure. like defense budget. So no. it's like they get plenty of fucking money. No, it's, yeah, it's, I think, I think, it's spent. It's, yeah, well, I, and I think it's the problem. I generally think that the problem is that the, the bad cops don't get punished and it's, they, you've said you're get the gang mentality that you say it's like it's the gang mentality there needs to be a, a citizen oversight committee yeah there really does have, no one's married to a police officer no one's dad was a police officer the the uh, dad's cop friend you know the, the yeah. cop's dad who's also a cop doesn't go golfing with the judge that's yeah. overseeing the trial for exactly i think there needs to be that i think there needs to be an external audit on where the funds are going and how they can be better allocated mm-hmm. uh better allocated because i I mean, I mean, it's you know, it's a lot of it's padding like bureaucrats' pockets, and it can. I'm up. sure. You know, it's it's money. I'm sure. Dude, I, I don't have you, you want to budget in front of me, but I'm sure there are million, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, in every city with more than five hundred thousand people in it that could be spent on training your police on how to de-escalate situations instead of lining the pockets of bureaucrats and unions. You know, you want to you want to hear a funny uh, example of a. Oh shit! Uh, hold on. Of a of a local government uh, doing padding some bureaucrat money here. Uh, yeah. There's a fucking uh, El Paso city manager mm-hmm. that's uh, was put in office by the current mayor, mm-hmm. and his fucking salary is four hundred thousand exceeds four hundred thousand dollars a year. And, and so the guy's name is Tom, Tommy Gonzalez. And yeah. what what was it? Everyone's saying that like. Uh, this guy is completely unqualified for the position and apparently is just like what is, a friend. What's his job? He's a city manager. Oh, yeah. Those are all fake jobs. Yeah. yeah so, it's, jobs. yeah, the mayor, the mayor just like they used the buddy buddy system and uh, and basically got this guy. It's cronyism. Fucking, yeah, it's cronyism, basically. Yeah. We have we were talking about because we got an email the other day saying our uh, utility rates are going to go up again next year. And they do it every two years. The, the board votes on it. And I'm like, why, why are these people doing this? So I looked it up. I'm like, I wonder what the CEO makes of, of OPPD. So I Googled <laughs> it and I found out he makes over 400 or close to $500,000 a year. And I also found out that every two years they have agreed to bump our rates. Every two years he gets a salary raise. Yeah, right. So, I mean... What kind of organization is that that can just vote itself more money and you have no? I wish say people like, would. I wish people would protest this shit, man. Like, would I wish people would riot in cities? Or I can't even say riot. riot. I don't want to call people to riot, but like, this is the kind Burn of shit people should be. This is the kind of no. shit people should be fucking we, rioting. We sell about, those you know fuck I mean? OPPD shirts in our Redbubble store. Go buy one. Yes, fuck yes. OPPD. <laughs> They're the fucking worst. They're worse than the Omaha Police Department. They're the ones fucking you. Like the other ones hitting you in the fucking pocket. There's plenty of there's plenty of local governments that are like the fucking the 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 corrupt local government and fucking like a, a 
uh, crime movie or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're corrupt as what? fuck. Like, and what? you could find examples of them, like very black and white examples of them being corrupt as fuck. Like, why does a public sector employee need a five hundred thousand dollars salary? Sorry, mm. you know, go into the private sector if you want that money. You're in the public sector because you're a public servant. That's all. Five hundred thousand dollars. It's like tax money. It's like five hundred thousand. Like that guy's job is that important? Like he it creates probably, nothing. He, he like, should probably like. I I think there should be more transparency and mm-hmm. stuff like that because like if he's doing all sorts of crazy stuff for the city, then it, they should have measure. It should be like a company like has measurable results that he makes more than published or at least available for people to fucking see. You know yeah. what I mean? Like well, you know, people complain about CEOs being overpaid and everything, and it's you know you, you can make that argument. But CEOs at the end of the day, they're paid that because the shareholders agree that that's the type of that's the amount of value they bring to that company. So the CEO is actually making decisions and affecting. You're talking to dudes, the head of OPPD. He's I mean, he's just he's just making decisions on how to fuck us more. And he's getting paid half a million dollars a year for it. Fuck that guy. Yeah, you, you, would, you would think of the guy that's the head of the OPPD should be doing stuff like, oh, saying like where improvements in electronic infrastructure mm-hmm. should be going or something like that. Yeah. Maybe sorry, maybe giving him 500. What, what's his salary again? It's he like said? close to 500 grand a year. Yeah, dude, they slash that by 300,000 and then they've got more money to fucking pay like uh, OPPD, like line workers to like, yeah. or at least to give out like scholarships or, or something or, and, and hear me out on this one. We could invest that money back into the electrical grid. So when it gets cold out, we don't have to shut people's power off. That, that well, I've heard that one concept. of the biggest problems with Omaha is that there's not enough line workers. And when yeah. when crazy emergencies happen, they have to literally like imp, like get fucking line workers from like Iowa and Kansas in. And I'm like, well, if you've got a shortage, cut that guy's fucking salary down. And then, yeah. or get, you know, do what companies do: fire him and get a new one in it's that cheaper. way cheaper. Buy him out, and then use that fucking money that you're saving to like pay scholarships for people right out of high school to go learn how to be fucking line workers, man. Like exactly, exactly. Give them, give them lucrative fucking pay to these these uh, public people that should be out there fixing and doing line work because it's like, I mean, look at look at like Omaha has crazy storms all the time it can just be cold out and the fucking power goes out like mm-hmm. i remember christmas where that happened actually yep. so good old good old fucking oppd yeah well it's the the highest paid uh public servant in the country and the federal government's dr fauci is he really yep he's For paid me. more than like the secretary of defense more like, than anyone in the country really huh yep yeah, that is insane. Let me let me look at Doctor Fauci here. He's a piece of. Well, have you heard about his his Tunisian experiments that he he got caught doing that he uh, was funding? Uh, kind of. So what they were doing, and if like if you got anything, I don't. We don't do trigger warnings on this show because we think it's for pussies. If there's anything you don't like about hearing about like abuse to animals? Mute it for like thirty seconds. So what this fucking sack of shit cock sucking motherfucker was doing was they took they were in Tunisia because they it, it's basically called outsourcing ethics. It's for when you do something huh. you couldn't you do a Africa, a, yeah, fun. Africa, South America. You do an experiment that you couldn't legally do in the United States or Canada or Europe. And you take it somewhere that they don't care, that they'll turn a blind eye to it. So what they were doing was they trapped beagles in cages and they stuck beagle puppies and they stuck their they had two sides of the cage. And one side was big enough to fit their head through it. They'd pin them down, stick their head on the other end of it, and they'd put a bunch of sand flies in there and let the sand flies eat the face off the dog to measure what it like the, the neurons that go off when it's in pain. That was the United. Your tax dollars funded that. Don't, your tax dollars well, funded that. Dr. Fauci, the highest paid professional who were on TV calling himself the Dr. Truth and Science, and he's God and all this shit that we fucking worship. He's got a Disney Plus documentary about him. He did that. He's the one that okayed it, signed off on it, approved it. That's he him. He did it or he just okayed Well, I mean, it, he, like, he wasn't there putting them in there, but he's the one that approved it. Yeah, that's yeah. it's his thing. You got to be responsible. You got to hold yourself responsible for the things you approve of. You know, they really uh, did made a National Geographic film about him. Huh? About that's Fauci? Pretty, yeah, Disney. That's pretty, that's Disney. pretty lame, dude. Did Nat Geo make well, one not, too? Nat Geo is owned by Disney. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So that's why like Nat Geo appears on the Disney Plus app. Oh, okay. Who would watch that? How much of a loser do you have to be? Cult of personality type people? Like <laughs> It is. It's, it's really. The, weirdos, man. 
mass psychosis is what they're calling it. it it's so like it, it's become such a cult. I mean, there's a difference. I mean, I'm not one of the people like I know a joke and say COVID's fake and stuff. I'm not one of the people that, that thinks it's not real. Like if I if I've been around somebody that has COVID, I'm not going to go to my grandma's house the next day. You know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't receive hospital care. Like that's asinine. So I'm I'm looking at this and Fauci's basically been the top advisory guy for health since like the Ronald Reagan days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's the one that started the AIDS scare. He was like riling people up saying it was going to go airborne. He's a fucking man. Yeah. Well, I know in the eighties, they just didn't know anything about AIDS yeah. though. Cause it was kind of new. So they yeah. had to do, and I, I've heard that the, I've been seeing new stuff about that. They've basically found a way to cure AIDS. There's it's like two or three people that their uh, immune system. They say it's in your immune system at birth. They're trying to figure out how to copy those genes, but well, I've heard that they've done it. it I've heard that they've, they've basically oh, they found have. a way to make it. So they've basically got this girl. There are a couple people to completely, yeah, I saw that. AIDS free. Yeah. And yeah. it's like recent. And it's not Magic Johnson just putting money into his veins. <laughs> yeah, Magic Johnson insert, injects liquid gold. And <laughs> that's how he gets that AIDS because they that's, need more money, dude. Like, yep. That's how, no, but it's they've, I mean, medicine's come a long way. You know, that's why I'm not one of those people that believes, oh, they have a cure for cancer you know, in a, in a lab somewhere, but they won't do it to make money. But like, imagine if you cured cancer, you would be like a trillionaire. Yeah. You would like, make so much money. God damn, dude. It's, I mean, the thing with cancer is it's not like they're all different. It's not one magic bullet that could treat your everything. cells getting all dumb. It's not like an actual fucking virus going into yeah, your body. It's it like depends. your cells getting messed up. It depends where the cancer is, how aggressive it is. You know, it's, it's your, it's your yeah. cells that are become cancerous. It's not yeah. like a, a viral, like airborne disease or something. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, like, what do you, you know, it's, there's not this just shot that they can give you that would cure cancer, you know? And it's, <laughs> it's, those are, it's, those are the tinfoil hats wearing types that that like to think stuff like that like yeah i mean there's there's some there's some legitimacy to some conspiracy theories but they lose me at stuff like that like the moon same. landing being stayed. stuff that just don't make any sense as yeah to- i mean you talk about like fbi and like we we're talking about earlier in the episode like fbi and federal interference and stuff like that in riots and, and political extremist groups that's not even a conspiracy theory anymore like we know that happens yeah you know the, the guys that were trying to kidnap whitmer in uh michigan uh michigan's famous for it michigan do you remember the hutari militia no nah, kind of it was like this christian identity group or so they thought the end of the world was coming and uh the like 30 of them got popped in this federal raid they were gonna pretend their car pretend a car was broken down on the side of the road. And when the cop came up to see what was going on, they'd pop up and kill him. And after they killed him, they were going to rig the funeral. The, the ones that weren't in jail were going to rig the funeral with explosives when all the rest of the cops showed up for it and blow it up and just create terror and stuff. Well, they arrested all these people for it. And the tapes came out when the lawyers subpoenaed the federal government for it. And the Fed that had infiltrated this group was not just a silent listener. He was the one who came up with the idea. He walked huh. them through how they would do it. He yeah, came up with everything. Yeah. He was the one that they never would have thought to do that. They just would have ran around and played army in the fucking woods for the rest of their lives until this guy came along and told them to do it. And it's like these federal provocateurs, they're a thing, man. They exist. You know, you see, like you, you look for like undercover cops at raves and concerts and stuff. It's the same thing. It's good. Do you remember? How, the, I just, I just they tell people to think like, yeah. how easy would it be for you yeah. to make a fake profile and go infiltrate some BLM group? Right. And organize, you know, it'd probably take some effort, but like, yeah, if you've got fucking money for it, go infiltrate and tell them to go go organize something in front of some crazy shit to start be hard. some problem. Imagine Not someone, even show up to it. Imagine someone that does it for a living. Like, that's all you got to do. That's all you do. Yeah. Infiltrate this group. Control these people. That's all that's you got to do. Literally what, that's literally what the KGB does, dude. <laughs> the F, like the CIA does that shit to people in other countries or to other countries mm, all the time. They do it to our, I'm sure they do it to us. Too. No, the FBI has basically become the CIA against the American people. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's it's just nuts to me. And uh, That's what they do is they infiltrate these groups and they fucking, uh, yeah, it's, it's asinine and, and we fall for it every time. 
and and we still trust the intelligence community. I, that's what the, the, <laughs> the, the main lines. Wait, Kennedy somewhere. didn't trust the intelligence community. That's where he, where he ended yeah. up, huh? It's yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where we got to end it tonight right. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is where we got to end it. Uh, promo code will always be bread. Um, I don't know if we'll have the the show up yet, but uh, harmful content comedy. I gotta say, guys, the show's called called harmful content comedy. I'm gonna get on my soapbox one more time before we end the episode. Did you get did you get some negative some negative criticism or something? Yes. Or yes. Show's called Harmful Content Comedy. We bill it as the most offensive comedy show in the in the Midwest most offensive comedy show. That does not mean that you're gonna come here and hear woke stuff. Oh, white males are bad. Like someone may make jokes about that, but that's not gonna be the entirety of someone said. You're going to hear some things that make you go, damn fucking relax or don't come like <laughs> that's just what like that, that that's all there is to it don't come if you don't want to hear offensive shit it's i don't know how else to advertise it if you, you should be happy that people are going man it's like I, i'll i'll take their money don't get me yeah, wrong exactly but i i don't like the complaints i don't you know it's it's just like just don't it, it I, I personally, I don't, I don't think you should give a shit that people complain because it's like, you know, people are going to complain because that's just the nature of like what you guys mm-hmm. are doing, Yeah, but they're paying and they're going. No, the the complaints like, aren't, aren't my issue. I know people are going to complain. I know that's the attention we're attracting, but like, it's just, it was the last show we did. It was the entire audience was like that. It was like they did not want to really be and it was like there were a couple people in there that were cool and there were people that were like hiding their laughs so their friends wouldn't so see the it. show didn't go good the huh? show i mean the show we had decent attendance as far as you could be with everyone getting sick but like yeah it was just one of those things it was just everyone in there was just overly oh, okay he said he really said that oh my god and it wasn't just at me it where did you everyone. do the show at again i forget wired same place yeah it was a wired yeah i didn't think we've you were like never out him a cook or something no, like, that's the first i mean what wired guests know what they're getting into like people that come to our shows have always known like hey this is going to be a these guys are going to get rowdy there's going to be some crazy antics they're going to say some crazy shit and i'm cool with that that's the kind of stuff i'm into but for whatever reason i don't know if we marketed it different but the wrong people saw the advertisements for this and i mean it happens yeah I, I would just say it happens you're not every show that you do is so, gonna be a fucking home run no know? and you know i don't mind people not laughing at people i don't mind if it's just a rough crowd that's not laughing but like when you can hear them making little comments oh he should that's that's not right he shouldn't say that that's when it's like come on what are you doing here did you come here you spent money to get yourself upset again i'll take your money that's gonna pay for me to get drunk tonight but yeah, I don't. I, I mean, that's just kind of like your shtick is being offensive like that. Yeah. I just I, I mean, love the whole show. So I just you should, I don't think you should take it to heart, man. I think you should think it's funny. Like you should I take do. Some of the, like uh, you should but, take some of the fucking bad, like things if people have sent it to you or something and like put it as like a fucking like reviews yeah. of it on like your posters and stuff like that. I, we've actually <laughs> we've thought of doing that before. Yeah, um, you should do stuff like that, man. Like you should. Yeah, you just shouldn't take it to heart. It's like it's going to happen at shows like that. There's going to be crowds that are better than others, but you know, yep, yep. it's not like you're changing your fucking content. You're doing the nope. same shit. So, and it's like- you know, when I, when I was in Des Moines a couple of years ago and I had that really bad set um, and it was like, it was like one of those moments I walked in and I knew right then in there, like I looked at the audience, these are college aged white women, three fourths of this audience. I'm going to have a bad set. I knew that. Um, and I tried Those to are the same it. girls that 20 years ago would be fucking saying that uh, Britney Spears was a Satan worshiper. You know what I mean? Like that same. No, no. Graphics, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's who they're trying to cancel. But, but now they're just really liberal. But I went in there yeah. and I was like, I saw them all. And I'm like, well, this is so what I did. And this is where I learned not to do this was I, I watered my set down. I changed it. I tried to make it less offensive. And then the other 25% of the people in the room that wanted to hear the, the stuff that I was going to say, they got fucked over. So it's like, that's right. Like yep. That's where I learned. It's like, don't change yourself for people who are going to hate you no matter what you do. Um, and it's a, it, and because the ones that, that actually like you for you are going to enjoy it and you don't, don't do it at their expense. Exactly. You know, it's, like, it, yeah, you're going to have bad crowds. You're yeah. going to get people that are going to get fucking their panties in a bunch, but yep. it's like, 
And it's, oh, it well, goes, it's like, deeper than still just paid for the show. Dumb fucks. So yeah. Like, it's, oh, it's, well. it's deeper than just comedy. Don't, don't change yourself, you know, to impress people that aren't going to like you anyway, at the expense of people who like you for who you truly are. Yeah. You know, I think it's entertainment in general. Yeah. For sure. It's just life in general, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's, it was an important lesson. That's why I'm glad I, even though I almost died in the, car ride home that's <laughs> our, uh, it was an important set and i decided that was that that iowa the one that yeah. was the cursed show yep. <laughs> so was, put a fucking you know, hex on you it was it was a bad set and i learned that you can't change for people that aren't going to like you no matter what you do and i learned halfway through to just go down with the ship and pour kerosene on the fucking fire yeah start talking shit to everyone. i mean because here, here's the thing is like i i think for your like for comedy at least yeah, I think it's better to have people not like you for what you are. Yeah, because it, at least you're being genuine, like, right? Yeah, what you are, you know what I mean? No, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's not. So it's not. It's not like it's like you. You can't think in your head like, oh, I did my show bad. It's mm-hmm. like, well, no, I didn't do it any different than when I have really good nights. It's just right. sometimes it's you just get crowds and, that just are and, aren't going to vibe with what you're doing. And that so. that's the best thing about it is like I've fucking murdered with the same set in front of yeah, plenty exactly. of crowds. I know, and that's what I tell people is like, I'll, I have no problem eating shit anymore. It was just, I think that this was, this was at my show is what irked me is that my show is not supposed to attract sensitive people. And it did. Yeah. But, it's really, it's not on you. It's on no, Deb. The show was yeah. literally marketed as being offensive. Yeah. So it's like, it's like watching South Park and getting offended. It's like, bro, right. you fucking know what South Park is. like banging means. your head on a pole and getting upset when you have a headache. You know, it's like, yeah, like, exactly. It's, but no, it's self-inflicted misery. It's on there that. That's the best thing about it is I've been doing it long enough. And like I, I tell people, like, I don't mind bombing anymore. Like I if I eat shit, I know it wasn't my crowd because I know there's like I've killed with the exact same set in plenty of other yeah. crowds in, in front of plenty of other crowds in plenty of other cities. It's not a concern of mine, you know, so it's it is what it is. If they don't like me, somebody else will. I, Comedy is incredibly subjective. Like there's mm-hmm. people out there that yeah. think Monty Python and the Holy Grail is the stupidest fucking movie yep. ever there's made. Think it's and they're clearly yeah. fucking wrong. But <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, with comedy, you're just, it's, it's a crowd. Like, you know, that's, some, that's exactly it. So it's, it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? It's, it's some people don't like me. Some people do. The, cool the, 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 the saving grace is that it was your show. And I mean, you made money mm-hmm. off of them. So yep. it's not like, well, and it, there you know, are, I mean, it's not like yours, anything they're going to say to people isn't stuff that you're not marketing it. At, right. You know? Well, and there are comics, even in the scene that can appeal to every audience. And that doesn't mean they have like people like, like not even, I mean, not people even like, such like the people that are, that have those real like soft like yeah. sets and stuff. A lot of people think that stuff is fucking lame and they won't think yeah. it's funny. Well, and not necessarily so. soft. People that they they don't go out of their way to hurt your feelings. Think like but a like Jason Jason stuff. Jason Regan type comic. He's fucking hilarious. He doesn't he doesn't say anything even that's Jason, overly offensive. Even he'll, he'll push Regan, boundaries. Yeah, even Jason Regan though. I'm sure he's had crowds where yeah. I, I know he's had crowds. Yeah, I've seen him. You know, it's uh, but I mean, as long as you're pushing boundary, he'll push boundaries. He doesn't say anything over the top like I do. But, you know, he's pushing boundaries. He's taking chances, but he has he he, he can appeal to every crowd. I'm not that type of comic. There are plenty of comics that, and, I, and I'm cool with that. I've never been that type of person that can appeal to every person. That's never yeah. been who I am. And I'm fine with that. You know, that that's really what it comes down to is just just be your fucking self. If you really want to try this, this stand up thing. So, yeah, I think we can end it on that. Sorry, I just had to get off my soapbox there. Yeah, make sure y'all like and subscribe. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Promo code Bread B R E A D for two dollars or three dollars, whatever it is, off tickets to the next harmful content comedy on February twelfth. It's a Saturday at Wired Pub and Grill, featuring the Queen of Comedy, Carmela Anderson, and a whole bunch more. Peace the fuck out, y'all. Oh yeah, deuces, everyone. See ya.